schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero a little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 14, Oklahoma State Cowboys and West Virginia loses. They were down nine at the half. They took the lead in the second half, gave up the lead, and I wish the other Boone brother would have stayed, and that twin Boone would have went somewhere else, specifically tonight. That guy was good all game, confident, laughing, like uh, very, very confident. And West Virginia is now 0-2 in Big 12 play, and this is the first time that they've – started Big 12 play with a two-game road trip and didn't come back with one. The only other time they've started 0-2 in the conference was Emmett Matthews' freshman year, and that team lost their first five and then went to a sad tournament with a losing record and got blown out by Coastal Carolina, which is like one of the (laughs) – I don't want to spend a lot of time in 2023 talking about how Coastal Carolina blew our doors off in the Coliseum. (laughs) That that did happen the last time. That's how that season ended, the last time West Virginia lost their first two Big 12 games. And so here we are. On paper, West Virginia has – Two losses in the conference, Ken Pomeroy's computer, and Las Vegas had West Virginia as an underdog in both of these games. West Virginia took Kansas State to overtime and did not do that tonight against Oklahoma State. But there's two things that happened that changed the momentum in they're two Big 12 games, and both of them involve Arn Sleevey, Steve. Both involve Eric Stevenson. And before I get to that, let me just say, if you're selling your WVU stock, I want it. I feel like I'm buying at a, at a real value opportunity here. The stock is depressed. There's a lot of – it's crazy uh, – Well, it's not crazy. It makes sense that uh, the fan base right now, not in a great spot. No, not a lot of level-headed fandomness, (laughs) which, how are you, what is that? Can you have a level-headed, a level-headed fan fanatic? Probably not. Every game in the Big 12 is difficult especially on the road. And you've got West Virginia making sweet 16 runs, winning, uh, losing seven conference games, losing nine conference games. I mean, that's that's a thing. 
For sure. Uh, in the in the season that ended a, in a pandemic, that team finished nine and nine in the conference. They were going to make the NCAA tournament, and I would argue they were going to be a problem. Uh, we'll never know, and so it's difficult. I get it, but you, Eric Stevenson. So the last game, I don't understand either one of these technical fouls. The first one in at Kansas State was the contact technical tonight. And listen, I am not comfortable talking about how many times I watched the the quick replay of what Eric Stevenson, I'm air quoting, did to get the technical foul. Um, I guess this is confirmed that he made a gesture towards his uh, – towards his – and it was he didn't say a word. So for a fact, no word said. Uh, not a fact, but multiple people are saying that he made a gesture towards his uh, at former Oklahoma State player Marcus Smart, who I guess the Celtics are playing the Thunder. They're in town. Joe Mazzulla was in the house. Marcus Smart was in the house. But right, right before Stevenson did that and got called for a technical foul, which ended up being his fourth foul, and he soon fouled out afterwards. Eric Stevenson got West Virginia in the lead. Like, NBA jam, he's on fire streak, making shots. Got West Virginia, who was down double digits early in the second half, got them to up to, and then that happened. So, obviously, he fouls out with, like, over five minutes left in the game, and West Virginia couldn't close the deal with, without Eric Stevenson. And so he has fouled out two games in a row. He's been in foul trouble. I, get, I guess, you know, he wasn't technically in foul trouble tonight, but if you foul out, that means you are having trouble. <laughs> that is foul trouble. Because <laughs> kind of – as a starter and as the guy who can do what he did before he did that, you got to figure out that's on Eric Stevenson. You got to figure out a way to finish games and to be on the court as much as you can be on the court. Cause Huggins will play you and Huggins and everybody knows despite, you know, the, despite you, apparently you're getting a reputation, Eric Stevenson, and a let's call it a short leash on your quote unquote antics. Uh, I'm air quoting all of this. It's not just you, Eric Stevenson, but a lot of guys are talking a lot to the referees. And I saw a guy, there's multiple guys on our team that are questioning calls in the moment like when a play is happening and they feel like they've been fouled not only are they saying something to the ref they're also like doing they're motioning the foul call that the referee is supposed to make while having possession of the ball during the game that's being played there's multi at a base level there's multitasking tasking happening where their sole focus should be on playing the game of basketball. So not just you, Eric Stevenson, uh, lots of guys for the Mountaineers doing that.
The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Yes, the Lakers are not going to go 0-82. Yes, the Bucks are not going to go 82-0. But will Javon Carter stay in the starting lineup? Will Deuce McBride make it in the rotation for the Knicks? When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is easy to use. You can do your same-game parlay. Really easy, gives you the odds. Definitely check it out. So download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You, you can't. You got, you got to be available. Was that a bad call? I say yes. Because what is the rule on what, what what you can say and what you can't say? Because he didn't say anything. So then what's the gesture? Can you do like a thumb across your throat? I don't know. Can you uh, – can you – Point two fingers in the air uh, downward, your your pointy finger and your pinky finger when you play a certain team. Apparently, you can't do that. Can you, can you scream and one as loud as you can? Absolutely. Can you stare through people's souls? Absolutely. But there's no hard, fast rule on what gets you a technical and what doesn't get you a technical. And that's my problem with calling one there. He didn't stare through an Oklahoma State player's soul. He didn't stare through uh, a referee's soul. He talked to the referee a lot. I saw that when after the the replay that I watched more times than I'd like to of what transpired, and then you get back to live action. Eric Stevenson still talking to the ref a ton, way too much. And so that's on him. He's got to figure that out. And it's not just me saying that. Huggins after the game said, yeah, if he if he does that again, he's packing his bags. And and I if he is hurting the team by drawing a technical foul, I don't think he's got I don't think he can come back to the bench and say, I don't I, coach, that's not on me. I don't think it matters at this point. Huggins is done with it. So <laughs> that's where Stevenson is at. And so arguably the best, uh, the most important player for West Virginia, some could argue Matthews, Trey Mitchell is solid. There's a lot of good guys on this team, but the team is its best when Eric Stevenson is playing. And so there's the dilemma is that Eric Stevenson, I don't want to speak for him, would tell you I talk a lot. It's a, it's a bit during the season. Huggins is saying, uh, 
in practice, or I, I, I'm assuming in practice, he's saying he, when I tell him to shut up, he shuts up. And I'm assuming Huggins is saying that during games as well as in practice, and it's not happening in the games, apparently. And these two things, they were it's not his words that got him a technical foul. It was his contact in the Kansas State game, and it was the gesture towards the in this one. So it's not his words, but even like it's a bit of Huggins and even Huggins saying in the post game talking about other fiery players that he's had that don't hurt the team. And without a doubt, right or wrong, each of these two technicals cost West Virginia for sure. Cost them for sure. Um, so that's, so it's a zero tolerance policy. You don't get the doghouse. It, you just don't, you don't get to play here anymore. It's not even just a one season that's done. It, you're in, you're in, it's even worse than Issa Ahmad, Wes Harris territory where you, Huggins is calling a shot and saying, you do it again, you're out. If he does it, he's out, <laughs> which is, and that, and that full circle, now that's in play for this season. Huggins didn't really, he didn't say specific names in the sad season that ended with the, with the blowout loss to Coastal Carolina in the Coliseum in a game that didn't matter or count, really. Uh, but that season had two guys getting dismissed from the team. And if Huggins is calling a shot, so that's in play. Do I think that's going to happen? I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. Uh, so how, so then it's on Stevenson to figure out how to be effective and not, uh, and not be not in Huggins words, hurting his teammates. And I don't know Eric Stevenson very well. This is his first season here. I don't know his work from his other three schools. The work laid out now is he's, he's a very confident guy. He talks a lot. He, Lord knows what he said to that Florida cheerleader. He's had many technical fouls, like more more than one in a season. Too many technical fouls, and you can get to the you know it's they didn't lose by one because the the guy made one or two free throws, and West Virginia still had the lead for a little bit before the Boone brother got him. Um, but again, so the repetition in the two games, Stevenson and what he has done, turnovers, especially in that first half, bouncing it off your foot, bouncing it, uh, just giving it to the other team. Like there wasn't, Noel wasn't um, coming out of nowhere to, to pick your pocket. It's just self-inflicted wounds. It got cleaned up in the second half, and that's what helped West Virginia get, get back into it. But you still had 15 turnovers. You, it's it's too difficult to win on the road. Period. And then if you've got 15 turnovers without looking at anything else, that that's tough sledding, putting yourself in a tough spot. And then in critical moments, West Virginia didn't make free throws. I mean, the 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 ones I remember the most were the Kitty free throws 
there late in the second half where it's still one possession, two possession game. And I mean, not, he just, he didn't get either one of them. They missed 11 free throws tonight. So incrementally better from the free throw line. But listen, they got, they've got, they've won the rebounding battle in their first two games. The defense is, I mean, Oklahoma State shot 48%, but West Virginia did get stops. Uh, so then it's like, so what happens next? So then <laughs> let's talk about what happens next here in a minute. Are you a DC person or a Marvel person? You know, you know the difference. DC, Superman, Batman, Catwoman, Robin. Uh, you know, DC, Justice League, Zack Snyder. Didn't he in the DC universe? Then you got Marvel, Iron Man, Black Panther. Doctor Strange, love. Captain America. Captain Planet. Is that right? Anyway, if you know the difference between DC and Marvel, then you probably have comic books. And you probably have comic books that you would like to sell to somebody. And that's where Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles come in. You call them at 304-416-3631 and... Tell them you've got DC comic books, Marvel comic books, other comic books, and they'll say, yeah, I'll buy them and I'll give you cash money. So comic books, action wrestling figures, sports cards, give them a call, 304-416-3631, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Before I get to what's coming next, some other quick thoughts on this game shout out to the pat sumnick minutes because huggins was trying lots of stuff in the second half he was playing trey mitchell at the five uh he was playing three and sometimes four guards out there it seemed like sumnick played seven minutes in the second half and he had four rebounds he was rusty obviously probably wasn't expecting to come into this game but he went hard so shout out to Pat Sumnick and Keedy Johnson. He he made that three to get West Virginia to overtime in the last game. That's the only shot he's made not from the free throw line in the last two games. He's one for eighteen, and that's that can't <laughs> that is that is not sustainable. That's that has to get better. Uh, not like a hey man get better it's just got to get better kiterian johnson is not going to shoot what's one for 18. what's what's the math on that he's not going to shoot six percent in conference play from the field (laughs) Uh, i don't think he's going to do that and you know at halftime they're down nine and i was asking the internet I'll take your I'll take your WVU stock off your off your hands, uh, and so I think not specific transactions, but I have been able to accrue some more WVU stock for this season. 
I mean, it's at a point where the your leading scorer is in a zero tolerance policy for technical fouls. <laughs> so it, it's a it's a you know the stock's at a price that I want to get more of it because I think it's gonna it's gonna perform better. With all that being said, I'm not transferring. The next game for WVU, the game to break the slide here, the two-game slide, Kansas comes to town. And they come Saturday, 6 p.m., ESPN+. Plus. It's a sellout. Kansas is really good again. (laughs) Harris is good. Like, you know some of the names. Harris is good. Wilson is good. Both of those guys been there a while. McCullough comes over from Texas Tech. He's been really good. They have really good freshmen because Kansas gets really good freshmen. And Kansas is 1-0 in the league. They just beat this Oklahoma State team barely in Allen Fieldhouse. Kansas between now and their trip to West Virginia, they have a trip to Lubbock. So that should be intense. McCullough coming back to to Lubbock playing for the Jayhawks. So I will be rooting for Kansas in that game. I do not want Kansas losing to Texas Tech and then coming in to Morgantown trying to get right. I don't want to be I don't West I don't want West Virginia to be the get right team. <laughs> if you're looking around and trying to find the get right team and you don't see it, then it's you. And so I want Kansas to come in 2-0 off of a gritty win at Lubbock and then go as far as you can go geographically from Lubbock to Morgantown to be – I want you to be tired, excited about being 2-0, and freshmen play on the road against a team with seniors and – messages delivered in the next few days and West Virginia gets their first big 12 win. That's what I want to happen. And that's what you want to happen, right? How much Pat Sumnick will we see against Kansas? I don't know. Uh, if if, If Emmett Matthews is in foul trouble, we're going to see Pat Sumnick. I think he, he may have bypassed the, uh, Josiah to get some of those minutes. Um, it is, I am officially saying this is the first must-win game, which is a tough spot. Number one, because it's so early in the season. Because after the Kansas game, there's 15 more conference games. <laughs> and the game with Auburn coming to town and Charles Barkley. So you hate to throw out a must-win game in mid-January or early January, but we're here. Because if you go 0-3... If you go 0-3 in the conference, and even not even in the conference, if you lose three in a row, it's not great. Two in a row, you can be a really good team and lose two in a row. Three in a row, oof. It kind of slides. It's diminishing returns is all I'm saying. Javon Carter and and, and Daxter Miles in their senior year, they lost three in a row in the middle, and they lost five out of six, and that team was really good and lost to the eventual national champions. So you can lose you can lose 3 in a row and still be a really good team and you can lose 5 out of 6 
and win two games in the NCAA tournament. I'm just based on history. But not even just looking at Kansas. The next five games, four of them are at home. Kansas, Baylor, TCU, and Texas. You get those four at home, and sandwiched in between is our nemesis, the Sooners. (laughs) Our recent nemesis, the Oklahoma Sooners. So the twins are waiting for you. You've got a twin... (laughs) You've got a twin sandwich in the middle uh, of four home games that are very difficult. I mean, Ken Pomeroy's computer, those four games, you've got number five in the country, number 20, number 34, and number six. That's your four, that's your four home games. They showed this, they showed the the graphic during the game. The, the 10 toughest remaining schedules are the 10 Big 12 teams. <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. It's a must win. I, I hate to say it out loud, but the the game versus the Kansas Jayhawks is a must win because then you get Baylor, then you go to your nemesis who you haven't beaten a while in a while in Oklahoma. Can they win their first must-win game of the season? I hope so. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have 10 wins and they have 4 losses. Good buddy.